Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello again, welcome to this week's Man in the Post Extra Time. I'm your host Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Big Boss Ross. Hello. How are you? Yeah, good mate. Good, good, good. Um, you got some crap on your shirt just there. Just some mess on your shirt. Just there. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, what, some champions last year, I think. Your shirt should also say that. <laughs> Ross is wearing a Leeds United shirt. Tricky uh, from a Leeds United mark as well. Yeah, with a Leeds United poster behind <laughs> then a Leeds United throw up on you um, I very much uh, progressed from this podcast to a more popular one which is, uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> so you, you come back here for our like performance review is this what this yeah, exactly. is yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> is this like parents either yeah he's coming to an example he's what he's done is he's coming to sort of inspire. He's like, look, if you be like me, you'd be like, like this, this podcast I've got where loads of people listen and we get famous people right in. Actual footballers and stuff. <laughs> Do we get like some David Brent playing Simply the Best or something soon? <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky. Uh, that was Adam as well. Uh, and we've got Emma, Buno Estente. Yes. <laughs> I, I really don't know what to say to that anymore. This this really... <laughs> yes, this was fine. <laughs> Yeah, let's move on. Emma's taking a stand in front of Ross now. She's realised that the, maybe the reason yeah. we're failing is repetitively poor jokes. <laughs> it's a, that's that's my whole brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing we all fall into, Ross, eventually in our podcasts. Uh, right, okay, so we're going to talk about internationals that have happened this week. We're going to talk about the European leagues that are back this weekend uh, and the Premier League too. So first of all, we're going to start with England 2, Poland 1. Uh, a goal by... Uh, Harry Kane, or penalty by Harry Kane, uh, an equaliser by Moda for Poland, and then Harry Maguire bailed out John Stones. It was uh, John Stones' assist for the Polish goal, um, with a uh, a goal towards the end. Adam, did you watch this? I did. And what did you make of it? This is lucky, isn't it? Because I bet if you asked anyone else, the answer would be no. Why did he ask you? <laughs> Luck. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would have watched uh... it. I don't know nobody else would have done. I watched it. What did I make? Did you? Oh, oh yeah, I've got the release players playing. What exactly. <laughs> he's got he's got a podcast to prepare for. Him. Oh, okay. Best of interest. <laughs> this was research. That's how he presented it now. Look at him. He's got a Tony uh, Bowe cup and he's got a Calvin Phillips microphone. Oh yeah. How corporate are you? <laughs> what did I make of how England played? Yeah. Um, it was all right. Could have done better. Roy um, Keane was quite scathing at half time, wasn't he? That's his. Okay. That's his mo. Yeah, I know. It's it's I, mean, I like Ricky, but it'd be if he. T- <laughs> I quite like him as a pundit, but if he'd just been fluffy and soft and been like, oh yeah, was all right, you'd be disappointed, wouldn't you? It's not what you come yeah. for. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, but I think that what gets a little bit lost with some pundits in international football, especially maybe those that still didn't achieve anything like Roy Keane, that. Um, you can have all the best players sometimes, right? And it's it, you're still they still can't gel and play like a top club side. And sometimes I think that's what they still get prepared to compare against. The sort of like they go, oh look, you've got Sterling, you've got Kane, you've Foden. Why can't they just they should be battering this lot five 0 And you're like, it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, they all play very different club styles of football. Plus, Poland are a decent team. I mean, they didn't have uh, Levin Injuriski, but. They still sort of had a decent team anyway, wouldn't they? Yeah, they're not. They're not a terrible team, are they? They're kind of that level below England, I suppose. They always get to tournaments, but never do anything. Much like England. <laughs> Wait, so they were... Now hold on, we got to the semi-finals. Yeah. Of the World Cup, Ross. What does that win you? 
Well, more than <laughs> well, in the same token, much more, much like Leeds in the Premier League. <laughs> exactly. When's your fuck all? Yeah, you're not going to say that in your podcast, are you? <laughs> you wouldn't say that to Matt Heath. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I thought it was a, just a but like. At the end of the day, in all of the qualifiers, right, the whole, like, qualifications is a results game, not a performance game. It's about getting the result you need and getting qualified. And England have are already nine points qualified into this World Cup, to- into this competition. So um, they're basically there now. That's all sorted. They won their last um, 20 uh, home qualifiers going back to 2012. Wow, that's the record that used to be quite solid, right up from probably from from about when Sven Goran Eriksson took over. <laughs> there was this little dip in two thousand and seven. Not sure what happened there, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's been pretty much like that since <laughs> since going on. So um, yeah, that's that's <laughs> as a buy already, isn't it? But um, yeah, I just thought we just did enough. Um, I thought that um, I was a little bit disappointed in in the media a little bit of that. How they tried to, really, the ITV people, whoever's doing the the post-match interviews, tried to turn on John Stones and turn it into some sort of like the chicken chicken in the sky is falling. Sort of John Stones has made a mistake, which of which I thought that Nick Pope was probably deserved 30 40 percent of the blame because it's a really weird place to put a pass out to, and had John Stones with his back to the whole pit as he's receiving the ball um and that if i was gareth southgate that would be i'd be thinking of if i'm worried about nick pope's long distribution that's that his ability to pass the ball inability to pass the ball successfully sort of 12 yards is is not gonna make me feel any better about it in general right um, we had uh 64 possession 10 shots um of which four were on target do you think we were a bit Lacks Ross, or is it just a bit meh? We won. Like Adam said, if you think of it like a football season, the qualifying is like pre-season, and then you get the tournament is the actual season itself, and it's it's just over too fast. This is all just like a long pre-season where results kind of matter, but mm. we're already qualified at this point. It doesn't really matter what happens after this. We're not going to not qualify for the tournament. It was a fine. It was a fine game. We won. We move on. It's just so boring watching Phillips and Rice both play together. You don't need both of them. You need one of them. Do you not thought that um, they did a little bit on Declan Rice? I, I think at full time, right? And they did show that he was a bit more, a bit more adventurous on the on the ball than you would. You get more from him than you do from from Phillips, right? But Ooh, not in a big... negative way. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Phillips' that's, that's role is very good. much to sit in front of those two back centre backs and just receive the ball and play it off. That's what he does for Leeds. For England, he gets pushed kind of to a side, and Rice is on the other side, and it doesn't really work that well. But yeah, if Rice can push on more, I don't think that's uh, an instruction from Southgate. I think they're probably taking it on themselves. I, I think, think Calvin is... Phillips played incredibly well. I think I think he was really good, and I think he's possibly the best player on the pitch. I thought his yeah. distribution's fantastic. He always is. You're not getting an A. <laughs> um, I, 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 I sort of get the impression that I think if I was Southgate and I was putting together my England team now, and I'm you, like I said, you've got half an eye on the on the result, but really you're sort of you're really putting your team together now as, as towards Euro still being called Euro 2020, which I quite enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, forgetting completely that it's not 2020 yeah. anymore. Still putting together your 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 team towards Euro twenty twenty. I think you need a you need a team. I think that you need to be able to play Rice Phillips together because in some some games you're going to need that, and in other games you're going you need an England team that can play with one of them or both of them. But you need to be flexible because I think that um, especially without Jordan Henderson, I don't think we have very many sort of in between midfield in between central midfield players if you know what i mean people who can do both jobs for you i we have players who can sit and who are def- defensively minded or we have players who um are more forward thinking we don't have very many sort of people who can be box to box or shut or shuttlers or that, do eight. those sort of roles in midfield hmm. okay 
Is that enough England talk? Yeah. Good. Okay. Right. I don't know. I have. What does Emma have to say about how well England played? <laughs> um, it was probably shit. Wow. Because international football is pointless. Only because okay. you're from a made-up country. Caveat, yes. because... <laughs> Unfortunately, their made-up country is part of Spain, who did win the World Cup recently, but... Uh, you, you, you pick and choose your moments when you're Spanish, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's how we do it. It's our prerogative. It's like Still being what? Welsh or Scottish. I don't know. You wouldn't find a Welsh and Scottish... Those Welsh aren't getting any, their hands on any of our World Cups. <laughs> They can have some of our Olympic gold medals, but they can't have our World Cup. <laughs> um, elsewhere for the home teams this week, so this is games sort of played after Ali, etc. Ali and uh, Simon and Dave recorded their pod on Monday. Uh, so it was Northern That's not Ireland. That's how we do it, is it, Chris? Come on. <laughs> it was Northern Ireland, nil, Bulgaria, nil. Uh, Scotland 4, Ferro 1, and nil. So John McGinn, two goals. Che Adams and Ryan Fraser. Um, Wales won Czech Republic, nil, which is quite nice because. Uh, who saw Gareth Bale come out onto the pitch before the game with all the other players wearing an anti-racism t-shirt and then clattering the guy that racially abused the Rangers player with his elbow before prior to the clattering him he looked at him to make sure he was there as well didn't he gave him an absolute yeah, forearm did. smash that was lovely to That's see exactly what he was doing <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant uh, elsewhere um, Luxembourg won Portugal 3 I say this because in the game before against Serbia uh, Cristiano Ronaldo had a perfectly good goal disallowed uh, and stormed off the pitch before the final whistle and threw his armband to the ground um, and that armband has now been put up for auction to rest, save money for uh, or, uh, raise money for a disabled child in Serbia uh, Gibraltar I really wanted that to I really wanted that to be that it was being put up to raise money so we can afford goal line technology at all <laughs> <in several places. laughs> Uh, Germany won North Macedonia too. A 37-year-old Goran Pandev scored. Um, it's one of the. Have Garrett. you seen Pandev's bold spot? I don't know if you've seen this on Twitter. What's that? Goran Pandev's bold spot. It sets on sight. Perfect penis shape on his head. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, yeah, one for Gareth Lineker there. He was talking about teams having to pre-qualify to play the lights of uh, the mighty England. Uh, I'm sure he'd be just as fine if. Germany or Italy or France who have won World Cups and said actually we'd quite like England to pre-qualify for they played us um, Germany wouldn't have a leg to stand on Germany can't even get out of the group of a World Cup mate uh, they've won enough of them well should we just what, take what the goals away against these qualify these teams that wants to qualify and see how many he gets for England then exactly <laughs> uh Spain 3, Kosovo 1, Emma. Uh, yeah, were you Spanish or Catalan on this occasion? Whichever one you fancy. Uh, I was playing PlayStation, Chris. So I didn't watch. Oh, right. So you, you're only Spanish when they win the World Cup, not in all the hard work they have to do beforehand. And I watch international tournaments anyway. And even then, I support the team that's got the nicest kit. But you just said you wouldn't... <laughs> There's always an African team. Always an African team. It is always... Well, actually, in they the always break World your Cup, heart? it was Colombia. Colombia. Oh, so we broke your heart. <laughs> I was there for Yeri. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you, just to be clear, because this there wasn't an actual trophy riding on this particular fixture, you were, you were playing the PlayStation instead of cheering for Spain. Is that right? Yeah. She was playing Spain versus Kosovo on FIFA. <laughs> I won seventeen. <laughs> um, and she was playing as Kosovo. <laughs> what do we make of the Kosovo uh, teams? Has anyone seen this? At the top corner of the um, Spanish TV, you've got SPA for Spain written in capital letters, KOS for Kosovo written in tiny letters because of Spain's refusal to recognise Kosovo because of sort of implications for the Basque country and, and uh, that other place. Um, I, wanna, I just want to stop you right now. Yeah. Because in the top corner, it yeah. said ESP for Spain, because oh, that's yes. how we say in our language. Okay. Mm-hmm. Carry on. <laughs> that's it. That was a full stop. <laughs> <laughs> our government don't um, recognise Kosovo as a country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so... They were really petty about it and just they can't have a capital letter because they're not a country. And apparently the commentary was like they weren't actually acknowledging that the Kosovo players were there. It was territory of Kosovo or something, isn't it? Or something else they were they were particularly keen on saying. I love it. that's so um so pernickety though that you actually have to be quite up on your grammar to understand this burn like 95 <laughs> percent of the 95 yeah. percent of the population haven't haven't got it they're just oh, <laughs> oh well 
Look, he forgot to put the cat block on. How did he? <laughs> why did he do that? Spain not allowed to burn on all levels. Spain not allowed to play Gibraltar, are they? From what I remember. Why? So not allowed. They're they not allowed. Play Andorra, so why can't they play Gibraltar? Well, Andorra is a, a sovereign nation, whereas Gibraltar isn't. Plus, there's some um, there's some oh, disputes. Are not allowed there? to play San Marino? Well, San Marino is a sovereign nation, which is older than. Is it? It's a sovereign nation that's older than Italy. I'll go and ask the UN. More reasons why international football is shit, like Emma said. I mean, so, the fact that there are, I, I think I bang this drum every time, but the fact that there are more con- countries recognised by FIFA than there are by the United Nations should suggest yeah. that we have a small problem. Well, it's not, no, it's not, it's not you're not recognised by the United Nations. You have to apply for membership in the United Nations, don't you? San Marino obviously haven't done it. They are still a well, sovereign well, nation. Maybe, maybe being a member of the United Nations should be a precursor to being allowed to be, take part in international competition. <laughs> so Switzerland wouldn't be allowed to take a... Quite in any... Yeah, fuck Switzerland. <laughs> they don't provide anything at tournaments anyway, apart from uh, Shakiri as well. Yeah, I was going to say Zed and Shakiri. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, what else have we got? In the African nations, Gambia and the Comoros have qualified for the first time. Some rather touching scenes there. Uh, Ethiopia qualifies the first time since 2010 as Madagascar um, failed to beat bottom of the table Niger. Uh, in the ASC qualification for the World Cup, Saudi Arabia beat Palestine 5-0 on the top of Group D. Japan beat Mongolia 14-0. Who saw this? No, but I have just Googled that Switzerland are a member of the United Nations. Are they? So... Oh, damn. There's what you know. <laughs> Shit, I took a punt. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they have five points clear Group F in World Cup qualifications in the CONCACAF region. Canada a joint top of Group B with Suriname. Uh, Canada beat um, uh, the Cayman Islands 11-0 and Suriname beat Aruba 6-0. Suriname are supposed to be one of the up-and-coming nations. They're making quite a big use of the... Uh, Dutch diaspora uh, after the Dutch basically used players like Jimmy Ford Hasselbank and uh, Patrick Clivert for years and years having had uh, Suriname roots then had sort of boots on the other foot um, and Belize top group five as they beat Turks and Caicos 5 now. there were an awful lot of other World Cup qualifiers going on um, the European leagues the European Cup football was back this weekend so we start off in uh, España in capital letters I um, just that <laughs> not got a Y in it. <laughs> uh, Atletico Madrid are top on 66 points. They are four ahead of Barcelona. Uh, Real Madrid on 60 and Sevilla on 55. But um, Atletico drew two of their last five, so they're sort of not in the best of form. So this weekend it's Real Madrid versus Ibar, uh, Barcelona versus Valladolid, and Sevilla versus Atletico Madrid. That's going to be a good one, isn't it, Emma? That's Sunday night, isn't it? Or Saturday night, I can't remember. Yeah, it should be fun. Um, I mean... Oh, Barcelona were playing on Monday night. Fuck's sake. Um, Sorry, you got big plans in lockdown for Sunday, for Monday night, have you? Yes. You're going to go do donuts in your new car? Having a rager. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you reckon to Sevilla Atleti? Uh, well, Sevilla kind of have this habit this season of bottling it in the big games <clears throat> so uh, it's probably not going to go great for them also apparently Liverpool are linked with signing uh, Luis Ocampos wow yes 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 yes, yes. how can um, how can Sevilla bottle it in the big game meanwhile while, while simultaneously Atletico are bottling the league like yeah it's going to be a contest of who can <laughs> just do it slightly less than the other team you can bottle it less, yeah. Or who can bottle harder? I was going to anyone else... Like, I don't it's, like, it's, the, it's basically the stoppable force meets the movable object. <laughs> isn't it? It's going to be nil-nil, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, certainly will be nil-nil. <laughs> in Italy, uh, Inter top on 65 points. Then it's um, AC Milan on 59. Four ahead of both Juventus and Atalanta. Um, and Inter and Juventus have got a game in hand. So this weekend, it is Bologna versus Inter. It's the Turin Derby is to take on uh, Juve, AC Milan versus Sampdoria, and Atlanta versus Udinese. I will mention uh, Napoli, because Napoli won four of their last five, and they're only two points behind Atalanta from fifth place. They're playing Crotone this weekend. Uh, in Germany, um, Bayern are top on 61 points, four ahead of RB Leipzig. Then it's Wolfsburg on 51, and Frankfurt on 47. So this weekend, it's the Berlin Derby, uh, as Union play Hertha. Uh, it is... First v second as RB play Bayern Munich, um, Wolfsburg versus Cologne, 
Uh, and Dortmund are only four points behind Frankfurt in fifth place. Uh, they will play Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, Adam, you are our um, Bundesliga correspondent, having been to Germany to watch some football. What do you reckon to RB versus... you got a hat. That's, that literally makes you... Uh, what do you reckon to uh, RB versus Bayern, then? Without Lewandowski... Got a cup. <laughs> Without Lewandowski. <laughs> um, well, we... History has a way of repeating itself, right? This time, I, I feel like it was around about this time last in last season, maybe not calendar-wise because a certain event sort of caused the global football calendar to stop for a little while. But where we had first versus second in the in the Bundesliga, and we were like, oh, if only Dortmund can win this game, they can make this a, make this a, a title race, and then. Lost. Lo and behold, Bayern Munich won, and they were they were seven points clear, and we knew that the title was over, and that is what will happen this weekend. And Lewandowski didn't score in that game either, so it's not like they're going to. He miss didn't. It. No, <laughs> it's a beautiful goal by Kimmich, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right, things really tight in France. So PSG are top on sixty three points uh, on goal difference ahead of Lille, uh, and then Lyon are three behind on sixty. Um, PSG. Uh... I'll stop you there. This feels like the last time that you're going to be able to say. Things are really tight in France. So, so like PSG basically decided to make this a handicap league and start really slowly. <laughs> well, and they've now caught up. It's like it's like they had Leeds's nineteen point deduction or something. They, they finally put it in a skip, and now they're, they're back top of the table where things where they belong. You think if Dennis Wise was the PSG manager, they would have been a lot better than what they are at the moment? I don't. I think. I don't think they'd have been much different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so yeah, PSG, like you say, they sort of um, they beat Leon last time out, so um, they're sort of back on top. But it is first versus second. It's PSG versus Lille, but Lille did lose again last time out as well. Um, so that's uh, how PSG take advantage and gone back to the top of the table. But it should still be a really good game. Uh, Lons are at home to Leon, and then a point behind Leon in fourth place um, in the uh, Europa League places. It's uh, Monaco, only point behind, uh, and they're at home to Metz. So should uh, Leon mess up, then uh, Monaco could take over. Bits and bobs of news. Um, mm-hmm. The Women's Champions League. Chelsea beat Wolfsburg 3-0 uh, away from home, 5-1 on aggregate to get to the, champ- the semi-finals. Manchester City beat Barcelona 2-1, but went out 4-2 in aggregate. Did you tell us the other week that Barcelona haven't lost any game home or away or something like that? So is this like a first loss for Barcelona, was it? Uh, in the league, they have played 21 games, won 21 matches, scored 103 goals and conceded three. <laughs> I was going to say, I knew, it was fr- I knew that they conceded was free. I knew <laughs> that they conceded nearly more goals in this game than they had all season. They have a goal difference of plus 100. They're, I, they're pretty I, good. I had to check to to see the order of the goals to see how panicked you would because I was like, <laughs> if that if that got to two nil, panic would have set in. <laughs> um, I, I didn't panic that much. Well, it never got to two nil, so you were fine. It was always in. Yeah, as soon as says they scored the away goal, it was going to be fine. Well, Ellie Roba looked like she was going to have one of those games in goal, didn't she? Yeah, I mean. Essentially, Barcelona battered them, but just didn't score. Lucy Bronze made a couple of clearances as well on the goal line, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, I like the look of, oh, what's her name, the striker, Oshin Noah, I can't remember her, her name. Oshola. Yes, she looks very yeah, good. she's saw... great, isn't she? Yes, I remember her in the first leg as well. Yeah, she she's um, played very good. So you haven't seen anything here to, to worry you at all? No, of course not. No. What is there to worry about? Chelsea, Chelsea, have you seen anything in Chelsea to worry you? No. Come back to me when they've scored 103 goals. Okay. Fair enough. You could you could argue that Chelsea play in a more competitive league. I could argue. You could argue. That. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't suggest that you did because you will lose. But if you want to try it, I mean, <laughs> I'll give you my time. <laughs> so just got the measles. The only team that I'm concerned about. <laughs> the only thing that I'm concerned about is uh <laughs> <by> meeting. <laughs> no. <laughs> um actually is there any teams that I'm concerned about left? Leon? Are you worried about are you worried that um the I mean, men's team might be so dominant that they somehow managed to win the women's champions <laughs> league as well? Yeah, I'm concerned it's gonna be eight two. 
<laughs> uh, okay, what else have we got? So, um, Redbird Capital Partners have bought a £533 million stake in FSG. Um, the investors... Who thought for a second that that was a made-up team in another country that will go back to play <laughs> in, in the Asian Champions League or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, their investors include LeBron James. Who I have to be honest, I'm still to this day confusing with Kobe Bryant because I just don't know anything about basketball. Oh no! So, Kobe's dead. Yes, <laughs> that's one. That's the one thing I can. Yeah, but you know, when <laughs> when the thought of LeBron James or Kobe Bryant comes into my head, I have to think which one is the one that's dead. So you know, I often I often have to Google it. Shouldn't, so. shouldn't the one you confuse um, Kobe with? Shouldn't that be Shaq? Because they're kind of interlinked, right? I mean, they're very different looking people, but. If you're going to get any two basketball players... Kobe was a rapist. LeBron wasn't, or isn't, so far. Yeah, LeBron's built schools and stuff. Yeah, LeBron's a good guy. Oh, okay. Which is unusual for football ownership. I feel like I've gone down a rabbit hole here that I really want to climb out of very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this investment went into FSG. So it's not into Liverpool, it's into FSG groups. So uh, it hopes to provide stability for FSG rather than um, sort of a splurging of cash onto the Boston Red Sox or Liverpool. But it hopes it's going to fund stadium improvements to the tune of about £60 million. And also it hopes that transfer investment to pre-COVID levels could be in place. Um, Sorry, I was because I was too busy making fun of the name and I wasn't listening. Did you say they've invested in or they've bought a share of? I don't know. They've bought a £533 million pound stake. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean in your working in the city language? Well, there's a difference between if they've invested that money into FSG, then they would have invested it as capital. But if they bought it, if they've essentially bought that off, say, John Henry, then just that's John Henry who's got rich, not FSG. I feel like you're expecting me to be uh, Kieran Maguire when I very rarely sort of aspire to reach anything like those heights. <laughs> I, I, I would suggest that they've invested the money in some way, not, um, <laughs> not, not bought one's share so was that more shameless self-promotion was <laughs> <laughs> he... that as Kieran Maguire happened to have been on Ross's Leeds podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> why don't you make this much effort and get famous people on this podcast uh, if it's any better you're, you're, you're advertising to free people here who haven't and will not listen <laughs> I, I listen to a Manchester United don't podcast don't listen no, all right, wait, no, no, sorry. <laughs> Solidarity, brother. But if we do listen, just don't tell him. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Uh, agents fees from February 2020 to 21. Premier League clubs spent £272 million on agents. Um, of that, the most was Chelsea with £35 million, Manchester City £30 million, Manchester City £29 million. Uh, is anyone surprised or got anything? Need to say on that at all? Or... I fully expected you to say wolves. Then did you? Yeah, because they're Jorge Mendes, aren't they? Uh, I yeah, so. Pretty high. Yeah, they're just well, below they're... Everton and what they spent on. <laughs> the bit that you don't find out is that is the the ownership that he's probably got in wolves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, over ten percent. Only twelve million, but twenty percent of the club. <laughs> <laughs> over ten percent of the entire investment in League Two was spent by Salford. They spent one hundred and thirty-seven. She's probably not on the fourth manager of the season now, are they? Yeah, people keep finding that Gary Neville tweet where he talks about stability and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, Um, some professionals in Zimbabwe have had to supplement their income during COVID by playing unofficial street games in the the city centre to top up their income. Uh, The Norway team have protested against the World Cup in Qatar and Tony Cruz has also criticised on his podcast he hosts with his brother... um, He's criticised the working conditions. He said, though, uh, quote, unquote, a boycott will probably not change much about this situation for the workers, though. So it kind of sounds like he's having his cake and eating it by criticising, but still turning up to the World Cup. Yeah. I thought about this a little bit over the last couple of days, that that this is the opportune moment, right, for players to, to, to do this. It's the first time where they are forced to confront it because the qualifiers have started, at least the European qualifiers that we would be more attuned with. So players are, journalists are able to ask that question. Players can't really duck or dive it. They're able to say their criticism, say their piece now, have their moral high ground, whatever you want to call it. But by the time it all rolls around, this will be, forgotten and brushed under the carpet and 
I mean, no, that's not a criticism of them because I'm not going to not watch the World Cup. Mm. <laughs> so I don't. I I'm. This is, isn't a criticism. I know. Well, respect it. Respect any player who decides decided not to go. But I just. I don't think. I think this is a little bit lip service. I think sometimes people have been talking about the fact that it needs a big player to stand up because um, in the past, Ronaldo has been asked questions about uh, the World Cup taking place. I can't remember if it was in Russia or, or the Qatar one, uh, and he walked out of the interview. And now we have got players taking a stand. It sort of so little... inten- they're intentionally doing it too late. Yeah, because they're doing it now when it's a stage where, well, like I said. It can be put to them because the qualifi- qualifiers have started. To be fair, Haaland's only twenty. The stadiums are built. Haaland's only twenty, and five years ago, you know, he was, he wasn't on the scene, was he? Well, no, but it's safe from him though, because Norway aren't going to qualify. <laughs> so he's not really going to have to wrestle with his conscience about. Well, I don't know. Are not they going to How many teams are going? I just now? looked at their league table, uh, and they are in the same group as Germany. Yeah. Who uh, lost? And they are four. Who can't beat? Who can't beat North, Ma- yeah. <laughs> North Macedonia? Germany top on on thirty points. Norway are fourth with thirteen. Thirty. Qualify- yeah. He should Points look for dual nationality. He was born in Leeds. Get him playing for England. Well. Someone posted a picture on Twitter today of him in a Manchester City top, saying how it's destined for him to join leads because of this photo when he was a child wearing a Manchester City top and I replied saying well how could we went out of his way to swap shirts with Stuart Dallas then we uh we had a a transfer bit accepted for him when he was before he signed for mould did you yeah but he didn't want to play for Steve Evans shockingly enough who would have thought oh really <laughs> yeah so there was something that was suggesting that his um his career has been quite meticulously mapped out by his dad and his agent and they yeah, very much they thought about the levels of exposure and places he went and that's why he went to to um to Salzburg because it meant that he could get into Champions League football quickly but then they took him out of the RB system to Dortmund and it's all a very well calculated plan so mm. Steve Evans clearly wasn't part of that <laughs> what a shock <laughs> um but I just what I was meaning is that well, with some players, that's fair. You can say, right, no one was listening to what Erling Haaland had to say at 14. But Tony Cruz had a platform at yeah. that stage to have said something. And now when the stadiums are built and the hotels are built and the airport like are either done or nearly done, like now's not the time. If it was ever looking ropey that the World Cup was going to be in Qatar, it's not now. Yeah, now is the time for them to have the <clears throat> outrage about it because... It's not going to change now, is it? It's going ahead. Norway are currently fourth in a group. So you've got Turkey top that on... That's what Emma said. Well, Turkey top I, on... I just told you that. I thought you said Germany on 13 points or something. No, I said Germany would top with 30 <laughs> points. That feels like a lot of points. 30? No. So Turkey top on 7 points, and then you've got... Germany Holland... is still top. Not they're not even in German group. Are you looking According at their Euros? They are. No, they're not. Is that the European qualifiers? This is for the World Cup. World Cup qualifying European section. World so... Cup European qualifying Group C. Last updated, first of April, eleven thirty-seven. <laughs> Whatever. This doesn't happen on these. <laughs> this doesn't happen on Ross's podcast, does it? Take it up on six, seven points, and then it's Holland, Montenegro, and Norway all on six points. Okay. Yeah. I was looking at a wrong table. What on earth are you looking but at? But my point remains, Norway is still not going to qualify. And they, are still, they were still fourth. If you kept it if you kept it yeah. low profile, you were doing all right. Oh, no, they were only a point behind top spot. Yeah. They're not going to qualify. How do you know? There's a lot of teams in bold, which suggests that, like, almost everyone qualifies. Like, no, the teams in bold are teams that have got their own web pages on the BBC website. That's the BBC website. web links, yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Because if you're look- thinking that four teams qualify, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what the yeah. Hell was I looking at? <laughs> what were we worried about? Why would you? <laughs> well, if you scroll down to the bottom, I mean, you're a top, aren't you? Bold, but not qualified. <laughs> yeah, they're not, yeah, they're not in bold. And the four teams underneath them are. <laughs> oh, it was qualifying for the European <clears throat> thing. No, just don't admit that. Just say they were fourth. Four. Oh, I'd rather admit I was wrong. <laughs> That's not the spirit. That's not what this podcast is built on. Never apologise, never explain. 
I've got other hills to die on. Uh, speaking of which, Karim Benzema will go on trial in October for uh, complicity in attempted blackmail over a nudiprods tape involving Matteo Valbuena. Uh, he faces five years in prison or a seventy-five thousand euro or and a seventy-five thousand euro oh. fine. Um, not sorry, not all <laughs> no, <I> and. <laughs> It's and. going to take the fine. <laughs> if it was all, I was just like, plead out and just take the fine. <laughs> Sorry, it's and. Uh, Karim Benzema says he was trying to help Valbuena by introducing him to a trusted source to help, quote-unquote, manage the situation. Uh, Valbuena sees it a little bit differently. Because he was blackmailing him. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, no, we're on Lee's podcast. No, definitely wasn't allegedly. <laughs> it definitely happened. <laughs> uh, this has been going on for some time, hasn't it, Emma? Like four years, I think. Yeah. It's certainly before the last World Cup because neither they they didn't pick them because it's very much cost Karen Benzema a World Cup winners medal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the shumps oh, wow. right out of it. Huh? The shumps did okay out of it, isn't he? It? It's not like it sort of cost him anything at all. Well, he had Olivia Giroud to call up, then he was fine. I can't remember. <laughs> would he? Have pl- I don't think Benzema would have played in the 2016 Euros, would he? I can't remember. It's going way too far back there. I don't think he did. I think it's been going on that long. Yeah. Sex tape was 2015. The whole thing started. Yeah. Yeah. So when they got to the final and lost to Portugal in 2016, I'm, I'm sure I remember some sort of comeback on that. Anyway, Emma Sergio Ramos has got an advertising hoarding in Barcelona, hasn't he? He's <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> What's this thing on? Uh, so, as part of uh, Joan Laporta's um, presidential campaign, he put up a big banner in Madrid near the Bernabeu, which said, looking forward to seeing you again. Uh, so, Sergio Ramos did the same thing for his new t- Amazon TV show, I think it's part of the promotion yeah. for. Uh, and he spelled it wrong. Well, he didn't spell it wrong, it's just grammatically incorrect in Catalan. And I want to hope that it was because it was of um, Barcelona fans who were printing the banner for him and did it on purpose. <laughs> is it written in Catalan? Or... It is written in Catalan. I like to think that this is next level um, shithousery from Ramos. He knows exactly what he's doing. Not even going to spell your language <laughs> yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> You're, You're not even worthy of that. <laughs> yeah. He's still no. a dick. Well, we were talking okay. earlier on, weren't we, about the poor um, man sort of painting a giant sort of 100-foot picture of Sergio Ramos on the billboard and, you know, what sort of day he must have had getting a sort of cars <laughs> honked at him and things thrown at him. I saw a he photo can only of him. have got it done on, at night. <laughs> I saw a photo of him today up close. He's got some terrible tattoos. Yes. He really does. But I so also quite like that at the moment. He's got content- at the moment, he's pretending to be injured, so Mo Salah has a false, <laughs> a false feeling of safety. Yeah, I wouldn't at all be surprised if he turns up in the classical and then turns up in the second leg of Liverpool versus Real Madrid just to two foot Salah and <laughs> get sent off and then be off again. So Mo Salah, I don't think that's what would happen. I think Mo Salah will um, try some petty revenge, but <laughs> we, <laughs> but himself we're, we're doing it, injure his own shoulder. Is, yeah, as as Ramos takes a dive and gets him sent off. <laughs> Salah's talk of revenge, is that before or after Ramos announced his injury? Before. Before, was it? Okay, because if after, that would have been proper sort of <laughs> scandalous behaviour. It's not a real injury, it's a fake injury. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not as serious as they say it is. Yeah. Announcing Speaking you get... of that, in terms of, I know we were just talking about it, but in terms of jokes, did anyone see the video on the BBC Sport website over the last couple of days of, um, it turns out Erling Haaland's favourite thing to do is like, piss about doing a little bit of skill, smash a volley from 25 yards in the top corner, and then pretend to have torn his hamstring in front of his coach. <laughs> <laughs> just walks away limping, holding it, and then goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> You'll be seeing more of that next season, won't you, Emma? Well, no, because we're a billion euros in debt. And Doesn't that's matter. not going to happen. Watch that under the carpet. Just carry on spending. <laughs> yeah, just we'll don't talk about that. Debt, more, more. Yeah. More. Ross could can tell we, you... Ross can we just you... buy him on credit and say that we're good for it? <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Let's hope he's our Seth Johnson's agent, Ross. That's how he bought Robbie Fowler. <laughs> uh, right, let's go to the Premier League, shall we? Um... 
It's back this weekend. It starts at 12.30 on BT Sport. Chelsea versus West Brom in the Neil Clement derby. Uh, Chelsea, their last seven versus West Brom, they won five and drawn two. Um, they could be the first team to keep six home Premier League sheets. Uh, well, the, first, the manager's first six Premier Clean League sheets. Clean sheets for the sheets. <laughs> the sheets. Clean sheets. sheets. It's not Alan Partridge and the chocolate yogurt. Uh, for a uh, for a new under their sort of new manager. Um, West Brom have only conceded three in their last six Premier League games. West Brom, uh, they've only won one out of five. Chelsea have won two out of five. Ross, I reckon this one's getting... That was a lot of numbers I threw at you there. It was. Chelsea win. Easy. West Brom was shit. Yeah? It's chocolate yeah. mousse, not chocolate... Chocolate yoghurt sounds like a horrific concept. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Chelsea win easily. 2-0. Comfortable, comfortable day. Yeah. All involved. Adam, you're nodding your head, which is great on an audio podcast. <laughs> it's not for them. <laughs> I, like to do it. I like to do it for me sometimes. <laughs> I agree with what Ross said. I'm, I'd be surprised if West Brom have a shot on target in this game. Oh, really? Yeah. Are we going to get some you, more... Chelsea don't, Chelsea don't just not concede goals. They don't concede chances. Are we going to have some 19th century defending from Big Sam? No, we're going to have... men behind the ball. Yeah. i tell you who desperately needs to score a goal after his... Is um, yeah. Tino Verma could do with getting getting one off off his back right after his uh, being he's been issued with unofficial Macedonian nationality. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, like how you... North Macedonian newspaper. <laughs> Emma, how do you reckon this one's going to go? I think Chelsea will win like two or three nil, but it'll be really, really, really boring because yes. Chelsea are really boring these days. Yeah, they'll go one nil up. They'll go one nil up really early, and then score the second goal to kill it with sort of like seventy minutes yeah. left on. It's like 05 Mourinho, isn't it? It is. It's ruthlessly effective. Yeah. Uh, three o'clock on Amazon. Uh, it's Leeds versus Sheffield United and the Brian Dean derby. Brian Dean used to shop in the same Sainsbury's at me when he played at Leicester. Um, Leeds have scored forty-five Premier League goals so far. That's the most for a promoted team at this stage of the season since Sunderland in. 1999 Um Sheffield United have only scored 16 goals this season, um, and they conceded five against Leicester last time. Sorry, was that man shots in supermarket as your stat there? <laughs> yeah, but Brian, it was Brian Dean shots in the supermarket. The Sainsbury's of Foss Park in Leicester, where uh, so many of the um, city footballers used to do their shopping. You, you go in there and on. Um, That's because you don't have. That's because Waitrose don't exist that far off, so the most fancy supermarket you've got is Sainsbury's. Well, the Waitrose is in the city centre, so this was like an out-of-town big supermarket. It was either the choice of that one or Asda, and you're not going to get football players in Asda, are you? Premier League footballers. I mean, the Blunts' manager is literally our last manager before Bielsa. You could have gone for that derby. There's a more relevant one for the kids. The what, <laughs> Their manager is literally the last manager we had before Bielsa. I, yeah, I like going back in the day, though. He very much operates in a very specific time window. Yeah. It's one that it's one that no one else yeah. on the podcast recognises, so <laughs> you can make them up all he wants. Speaking of which, have you heard this week's set piece menu podcast? No. Okay, uh they pick uh their greatest eleven players who have got six caps or fewer, um and the players had to have been playing since Andy Hinchcliffe made his debut in nineteen eighty seven. That's quite a good list actually, quite a good listen. A lot of caveats in that. Yeah. Um <laughs> what what is life but caveats for us <laughs> that's right. uh, how about you, 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 we all said that's going to be a um, Leeds win did we no no none of us we didn't even talk about it didn't we oh, okay. <laughs> we talked about Brian <laughs> we're not going because listen, I don't want an opportunity for Ross to plug his own podcast <laughs> where, you know, if you want to know more about it go and listen over here because if he doesn't we're going to beep it out <laughs> <laughs> let's move on quick uh, at least we'll win <laughs> Hoppers 5 and Sky Leicester versus uh, Manchester City in the Danny Tiato derby uh, Leicester won 5-2 against Manchester City in September um, both won the last two in the league Jamie Vardy has got 8 in 9 appearances for City versus Manchester City um, and uh, Manchester City conceded just 8 away goals this season Emma what do you reckon? I think Manchester City will probably win Easily, or is it going to be close? No, or? probably not easily. Imagine Leicester will give them a game, but I still think Manchester City will probably win. I think James Madison's back, if that has any bearing on your oh, thinking. Oh, that'll help. I mean, it will. No, I'm, I did not mean that to sound like <laughs> I really meant that It's difficult when you don't have that gear to go to normally, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel dirty now. <laughs> um, yes, you still think, even though... Madison's back. That's not going to make any difference. Probably not. No. I want to see how Sergio Aguero does on his statue farewell. T- 
tour. Yeah, that's a send big... off. Uh, so Manchester City fans are in complete bits this week. Some have been saying they've been openly crying. Haven't even left yet. <laughs> <laughs> still can still play like eight more games probably. Yeah. At least. Quite the end of the season, at least. Yeah. Is he off to um, Barcelona? Aguero and Haaland up front next year. That's expectation. Haaland, reality, 32-year-old Sergio Aguero. So, yeah. all the time. On a free transfer. Yeah, exactly. That's probably what's going on. And Martin happen. Braithwaite banging him in off the bench. Hey, he's a hero. It's <laughs> <laughs> a go bad when you're, you're essentially now signing friends for Messi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go, Lino. He keeps him happy. Don't go, Lino. <laughs> uh, got it. Um, Adam and uh, uh, Ross, what do you reckon for this Leicester uh, Manchester City game? Leicester win. Oh, okay. Wow. I've got Leicester finishing second this season. We did a little predictor on the Sunday show this week, and I've got Leicester finishing second, and this is one of the games they win to finish second. What's oh, this appearing on Man of the Post podcast all of a sudden? Are you being made redundant from your other one? <laughs> no, <laughs> no Ali, Ali just messaged me. <laughs> Ali messaged me behind the scenes and gets me to send stuff in for him. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, Leicester win. Okay, uh, that goes against my my prediction, my long-standing prediction of Chelsea finishing second. So I'm going to have to stick with my Man City victory. All right. Okay. Uh, eight o'clock on Sky um, on Saturday night. It is Arsenal versus Leicester, the Michael Thomas derby. Uh, Alexander Lacazette could be the first Arsenal player to score in three consecutive games against Liverpool since. Who can guess? Well, first of all, that would mean you're, I'm very confused as to who they're playing on Saturday because you just said it was Arsenal yeah. versus Leicester. Liverpool. Did I say Leicester? <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah. Sorry. The first Arsenal player to do what? Score three games against Liverpool. Three consecutive games against Liverpool since. Thierry Henry. Oh, right era. It's always Thierry Henry. It's not Thierry Henry. It's not Nicholas Anelka. Robert Van Persie. Sylvain Wiltord. No. Dennis Perez. Robert Perez, there you go. Aston Villa legend. Just keep naming Arsenal players. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw enough at them. At the... uh, Liverpool not want to ask. Caught out when it turns out to be for some reason it's Theo Walcott. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, Liverpool haven't won at Arsenal since 2016. Um, in their last five games, Arsenal have uh, won two, drawn two, lost one. Liverpool have won two, lost three. Um, what do you reckon, Ross? I don't know because. I want Liverpool to continue being rubbish because we've got to play you in a couple of weeks' time. What? But I also think Arsenal were really bad as well. And Arteta's just papering over massive cracks in that squad. So, one-all. It's going to be one-all. It's it's one-all, is it? Yeah. Um, Adam? I mean, Ross has talked about a lot of things that I really want to see happen there. Like, <laughs> Liverpool continue <laughs> to be rubbish. We are Arsenal that good? It's like Ross listens to our podcast. Really <laughs> like, I can see this being. I can see this being a draw as well. I can see it being another one of those sort of good game, potentially a good game. Another one, another like two-two, like that's like the famous um, result of the Emirates a couple of seasons ago. However. The international break's a bit of a curveball, so it does mean that any it does kind of give you an anything could happen feel. But no, I'm going with a high scoring draw or Arsenal sneaking a win. I think a high scoring draw. All right, anything about oh, Arsenal's? Um, oh, sorry, Chris. Liverpool's um, April. Arsenal, then Real, then Villa, then Liverpool, uh, then Madrid. Sorry, then Leeds. Finish it with Newcastle, so that's an easy. One at the end of that's a tough one again. Left that one off, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, of all those, based on recent appearances, Villa is the one to fear the most. Yeah. <laughs> In between <laughs> Madrid games, when, when the Leeds the Leeds result will all depend on what they did, what Leeds did the game before, right? Because if they yeah. if they won, then they're going to lose. But if they lost, anything could happen. Depends I'm sure we beat at the start of the season. We scored five goals. Well, just, definitely beat you. Just your inability to win consecutive games, though, isn't it? Yeah, we don't tend to do that, but yeah. <laughs> we've well, got the Liverpool sandwich between Man City and uh, Man United, so yeah. Well, let's hope the Karen Carney covers the game before uh, Liverpool leads them. She's too big for whatever channel we're on now. She's been <laughs> worldwide now. The terrible <laughs> opinions. Um, Emma, did you give an, a prediction? Uh, 
I also want Liverpool to continue to be be, be awful because it makes me happy. <laughs> um, things we can get behind. Honestly, Arsenal, Arsenal. It was two years ago. Build a bridge and get over it. No, I won't. As we <laughs> Make your know. fans come back and not smash up a, a fountain and clear up their shit. <laughs> well, that's just banter. Just yeah. Board. yeah, it would. It would definitely have been banter if I'd have done it in Liverpool. I'm sure. I <laughs> I'd love to see that. <laughs> I'm sure they were singing that song that said they're not English, they're Scouse. So. <laughs> If you could not tie all of us with that brush. <laughs> exactly. Arsenal are going to win because one day they have to not Arsenal. <laughs> you if they are, but if Arsenal do Arsenal in the good way, because the Arsenal are then only a point off Liverpool. Yeah. Ooh. It's a so... real mid-table battle. <laughs> <laughs> She's brave now. Barcelona started winning again. <laughs> I still hope we're not going to win. It's not going to change. <laughs> Uh, on Sunday high noon it is Southampton versus Burnley in the J-Rod derby um, both teams are seven points ahead of the relegation zone um, if this ends uh, if this ends in a draw for both teams are they still in relegation trouble or or not for that last place Southampton aren't in relegation trouble they're seven points clear they've conceded 51 goals so far this season that's the second most yeah but nine of them were in one match they still conceded them yeah, but it only cost them three points, though, didn't it? <laughs> I, know it's only, I know it's only a point between Brighton and Burnley and Saints, but I don't count Burnley and Saints as in trouble. Brighton and Newcastle are in trouble, but the rest of them, I think, are fine above that. Yeah. Like, can you see Can you see Fulham and Newcastle catching up those five points of Southampton? Yeah, exactly. Both of them, together? I suppose not. <clears throat> no. Okay, so what are we going for this one? Nil-nil. Southampton win. Yeah. Emma, Leeds legend Chris Wood's six goals this season have been worth a total of nine points. That's so many points. How many goals is that? Six. Did you say? Six, six. goals worth nine points. Wow. It's a decent percentage of their points this season, to be fair. I guess it is, yeah. <laughs> Does that influence your thinking for this fixture? No, I don't think there'll be any goals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Newcastle versus Spurs weirdly at 5 past 2 uh, on Sunday the Rule Fox derby Newcastle lost 5 out of 6 at home to Spurs in the Premier League I'm reckoning that the only one they won is that one where Newcastle had 9 men and beat Spurs after they just conceded the title to Leicester would I be right in thinking that didn't Newcastle batter Spurs on the season when they were already relegated or have I made that up yes that's yeah, right that did when, um, Leicester when the Spurs league. could have finished in the Champions League if they yeah. had won that game as well yeah that was I think that might be the same season as the Aguero goal. No, he's later than I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was the game Cheering after... Charge. No, I'm sure it was the game after... <laughs> it was the game after um, uh, they drew at Chelsea to win... for Leicester to win the league. Uh, and it was the last game of the season, I think. We're talking about completely different games. Are we? Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Ross and I are talking about one game. Yeah. And you're talking about something completely other. Oh, okay. <laughs> Emma, I'm sure what it was, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Chris. What was it? Uh, this season, all competitions, Kane's got 43 goal involvements in 40 games. Um, he's very good, isn't he, Ross? Yeah, seen him do it for a long time, though. We'll keep getting boring. Ross is still convinced he's a one season wonder. <laughs> <laughs> We've got those recordings, Ross. I'll find them. I still um, like him. Someone was saying on Twitter today that he is a better purchase for a team than uh, Erling Haaland, which I think it's is a nonsense. Incorrect. Is that right? What about those eight years that he's got on her? Uh, yeah, and, the, and the injuries as well. Yeah. Yeah, Haaland's what, 22? 20. 20. 21. <laughs> it turns 21 or... He either turned 21 the other day or turns 21 this week or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just whoever posted that, Chris is wrong. I, yeah, I think so as well. Emma, you could have have uh, you could have Harry Kane tearing it up next season at the new camp or company. No thanks. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd reckon this is going to go. I reckon. I mean, they don't think they've got Callum Wilson still. Newcastle. It's going to be a Spurs win, isn't it? Yeah, I've got Newcastle staying up, but <sighs> I'm not sure how to be honest. Hey, <laughs> I say at whose expense? Well, just because Fulham are so bad. Were you just saying gonna... it because Dave was in the room when you were recording? <laughs> no, I really want Brighton to go down, but I think they're bottom, the bottom three are going to be the bottom three on the last day, I think. 
What's your irrational bring, hatred of Brighton? Could, Ross could Ross could bring himself to say it because he it was like kicking a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> What's your irrational hatred of Brighton come from? Oh, they wouldn't sell us Ben White, uh, Ben White this summer because we're their rivals apparently. So they wouldn't say so you're a player, so you hate them forever. Enjoy your relegation scrap, you fuckers. <laughs> Uh, Aston Villa versus Fulham at half past four on Sky in the Steve Sidwell derby. Um, Fulham and beaten in eight away matches. Uh, what else got? Bobby Reed has got five goals this season. Uh, he's a Give top. His full name. Decora Reed. Is that yeah, right? There you go. Okay. Bobby De- Recorder Reed. Whoever. You can't even say his full name. Don't pr- tell me to pronounce it. <laughs> Sky make, make a point of doing it every time he touches the balls. Oh, do they? Okay. Uh, he is Fulham's top scorer. He doesn't this have four pages of notes either, to be fair. No, that's true. <laughs> uh, he is Fulham's top scorer with five goals this season. Of all the teams in the Premier League, uh, he is the club's top scorer with the fewest goals, if you understand that. Yeah. Villa have won 12 games so far this season. Of those 12 games, 11 have been clean sheets. Uh... The current form, Fulham have lost three out of four and Villa got no win since the end of February. Um, where do we see this one going? I don't think Jack Greenish is back. I don't think. Well, you're yeah. just telling Tom that for jokes. Well, he yeah. was back. Oh, he is yeah. back, is he? Okay, sorry. I I was, so, yeah. I've got to be honest, I didn't read it. I was just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> you're just guessing? Yeah. <laughs> I think four pages back. of notes and still... <laughs> back and... <laughs> double-sided and we're still just guessing is that what he just says guess 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 it says there's definitely a chance i wouldn't have said it was oh chance yeah that's that's like pain he's pain free and running he'll definitely be back after the break premier premier injuries has him as a 75 percent chance of playing which means he'll probably play okay so how do you think this game's going to go, Adam? Um, I think that well, it depends whether he ta- he's going to play, right? But it depends what what his form is like, um, because it become it's become abundantly clear that they really rely on him, um, and Fulham Fulham have the ability to get a result. This, I think, if you're if you're Fulham and you're Scott Parker, you're probably eyeing this as one of the games that you think you need to pick up three points in your in your battle to to uh, um, overcome relegation. So I'm going to say Fulham will do it. All right, Ross. Has um, Ross Barkley been a flop this season at Villa, or has he um, done okay? Do you think <sighs> he's done Ross Barkley things, hasn't he? Yeah, he's always done this. He's always flattered to deceive, kind of. At the highest level, I think he's a good player, but I don't think Dean Smith's arguably the best manager. As well, is it? He's a good player, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if Dean Smith's maybe the right manager to get the best out of him. But Villa are going to win. That's painful to say. <laughs> Emma, uh, Fulham are the ones that I've got staying up. Ooh. So I think Fulham will win. I was going to say I've got a sneaky feeling for a positive result for Fulham, either a draw or a win. I Getting think. closer and closer to that top half finish, though, Ross. If, if we're right, yeah, they could they could finish above us as long as scores more than Watkins. That's all that matters this season. I know, right? <laughs> Fifty good reasons why we exactly. want that to happen. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, half past seven on BT Sport on Sunday night is Manchester United versus Brighton in the Mickey Thomas derby. Um, Emma, have you heard of Mickey Thomas before? No. Okay, Mickey Thomas. Should I have? Well, he's no. a Mickey. He's a mercurial player. So when uh, he played for Wrexham and they were bottom of the entire football... Stop, 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 stop. What? Emma, have you heard of Wrexham before? <laughs> uh, yeah, because the guy from... Ryan Reynolds. always in sunny in Philadelphia bottom. Yeah. They finished uh, 92nd in the league. Uh, Arsenal finished first in the old first division and they played each other in the FA Cup in 1992 and uh, Michael Thomas scored the winner for Wrexham. Um, he's also famous for uh, having printed counterfeit money uh, and he's also famous for being found in a lay-by with a gentleman's wife. The gentleman's very upset, upset and proceeded to stab Mickey Thomas in the bottom with a screwdriver. So, <laughs> he's an interesting character. Yeah. But he was a very good wow. player as well. There you go. So good that he was playing for 92nd in the, in the, in the football league. Well, it was Brexit. about 37 at the time. Well, add context, some of us are young. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, have you heard of Adolf Hitler? Was he around when you were born? <laughs> Just, no, you, it's the same joke every time. Well, I know, and it works every time. 
Yeah, but when you started talking about Adolf Hitler, I'd ask you to add context and tell me when he was born, when he was born and what period you're talking about. 1891. What, what member of the football league team did he play for? Yeah. Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <I> got, <laughs> he was a right winger. <laughs> it was. Uh, okay, right. Um, and the reverse fixture. This is the one that Manchester United won Big after the final. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one that Manchester United won after the final whistle. Remember. This uh, so the final whistle was oh, blown. Yeah, they got that penalty, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Emma doesn't remember, but if you just say, "Oh yeah, that penalty," right, when you're talking about Manchester United, it's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> did Bruno Fernandes take it? He, he did. The ball went in the goal. <laughs> so the, 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 it was full time, wasn't it? And then the referee was called to an incident. Of, I think it was a handball, wasn't it? Um, after the final yeah, whistle. Yeah, that penalty. That penalty. Yeah, that's right. That penalty. Uh, United looking for the fifth consecutive clean sheet, and both teams won their last two Premier League games. Um, Ross, what do you reckon? Man United win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh Emma. Because fuck you, Brighton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Emma. Uh Yeah, my snow will probably win. Mm-hmm. I can't make a good good enough argument for Brighton. Okay. Uh Adam. Same. Yeah, okay. Uh, Monday night in the graveyard slot at six o'clock. Uh Everton <laughs> versus Crystal Palace on Sky in the Andy Johnson derby. Um Everton have won their last six versus Crystal Palace. Um, and a little respect. I don't think this is the graveyard slot on a bank holiday. It's bank holiday, isn't it? Yeah, everyone'll be pissed and watching football. Adam will be one of those youths down the park, leaving all his rubbish around, won't he? One of those youths. <laughs> Adam doesn't class as a youth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crystal Palace in Premier League history have won five versus Everton. Of those five, four have come at Goodison. However, Roy has lost each of his last seven visits to uh, Goodison Park. Fortress Goodison Park, Adam. The way you beat Chris Lassus, instead of having Andy, Andy Johnson diving against you, you sign him to play for you. <laughs> I mean, you're signing Zaha next season. Oh, we've been signing Zaha for the last three seasons. <laughs> Probably signing Luke Haley, to be honest, but there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> flop. <laughs> what is the question? Are we going to beat Crystal Palace? Yes. yes. Excellent. Uh, Emma? Oh, absolutely. Of course they'll win. Oh, these are your team as well, aren't they? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Ross. The nice side of Liverpool. They what? <laughs> Tramier. Wrexham. Uh, Wrexham, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ross, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, Everton are going to win because Palace are the worst team I've seen play football season. When they we are. played them, they just they didn't do anything. Even the basics, passing a football to each other, just seemed completely alien to them. Worse than West Brom? Yeah. I mean, we beat them 5 0. We only beat Palace 2 1, but <laughs> Palace were worse somehow. Oh, yes. Hammers is back as well. We're probably going to have at least one goalkeeper to choose from, which is always nice. Yeah, the sex change so... operation, yeah. Is he allowed to play in the men's football? <laughs> Say those I comments via Leeds podcast. That's not the sort of thing we talk about on here. I can consult Ali's WhatsApps. Um. Okay, and finally, uh, Wolves versus West Ham at 8 o'clock in the Matt Jarvis derby. Uh, Wolves last seven at home versus West Ham. They won five, drawn two. Um, it's the seventh time this season that Wolves have played in a money. It's the most of any Premier League club. Uh, and Jaylings has got a goal or assist every 88 minutes so far for West Ham. Or a die for a penalty. Um, what did you call it? Jaylings. That's what he calls himself. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> bra, bra. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, what do you reckon this is going to happen? Yeah, what this is going to happen? What do you reckon is going to happen? Well, before you said that, I thought mm, West Ham will probably win, but now I want Wolves to win just because you you, you said I, that. Well, no, what, 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 what I don't think that he does call himself Jay Links. That's his Twitter. <laughs> his Twitter, isn't it? Um, just because what you want, what you want, and what you think might happen are separate things, obviously. So, <laughs> what do you think will happen? I'll manifest it. <laughs> You'll what, sorry? She'll make it a reality. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Translating. Someone, does, someone doesn't understand the, the power of positive energy. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, negative energy, perhaps, in this case. Boys, what do you think will happen? Wolves aren't very good, and we have to accept that West Ham are quite good. West Ham are going to win. Okay, Ross? Agreed. Yeah, West Ham are going to win and stay in fifth for the rest of the season. <laughs> 
the damn European tour and then get relegated next year because of the extra games. <laughs> Fair enough, right. Has anyone got any other business? I don't mind that. <laughs> Has anyone got any other business? Uh, Eddie Howe is the, having an interview for Celtic right now. Is he? Right now. But, uh, he's the massive favourite. They've been talking to him all day. So. Did you see Jim White getting himself in a twist on TalkSpot about this? <laughs> Saying, <laughs> oh, when, um, when, he, when, he, <laughs> when Eddie Howe walks out of Celtic Park, uh, Park he walk out to... 60 odd thousand fans when he walks out of Brighton there's 11,000 there and then whoever he was on the radio with was like yeah when he walks out at Old Trafford or, or the Emirates there's 70 or 60,000 people there when he walks out at Hamilton Fair enough. right uh, we are Man of the Post part of the Man of the Post network uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Man of the Post you can give us a find on Facebook as well and give us a like on there um Ali and Dave and Simon will be back on Sunday to review the games that we've been previewing. Uh, we're also looking for people to do our Pieces of Me episode. So if you pick your, not best, but favourite 11 players, so long as they're retired, um, you get to discuss that with Ali and Ryan as well. So please get in touch with uh, with us at Man on the Post on Twitter and we will set something up for you from there. Is there a Football Manager podcast coming out soon? Uh, hopefully, I need to contact the old fellow that was doing it. But yeah, I think so. He's got some stuff going on. He's, he's a carer in his, his real life, so okay. maybe a bit busy. Fair enough. Uh, we got a special podcast <clears throat> coming out in the next couple of days as well on a former England manager too. Um, so uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or on or Spotify, and you can. This is subscribe. awkward because I was just I just I kind of implicitly slagged off Steve McLaren earlier. Oh <laughs> no, no, you didn't. <laughs> special podcast with him <laughs> yeah he's here uh, you can subscribe and what, what language does he do in? <laughs> not Catalan um, you can subscribe to uh... to hear him try <laughs> you can subscribe to all of our podcasts on Acast or Stitcher or Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts as well if you'd like to hear you can rate reviews and leave us a five star review we're very gratefully um, uh, receiving those um, Adam if they want to follow you on Twitter how do they do that Adam I say what I want uh, Emma, they can't follow you, can they? No, how do they follow you, Chris? Uh, they follow me at Ross Bell 1984. Uh, okay. Ross, if they want to follow this other podcast of yours, how do they do that? <laughs> they don't have to. Just go to my Twitter and you'll see all the links to it anyway. So you've got a link to it in your bio? Uh, I've got links to all my podcasts in my bio. My bio is fucking massive. Are we in your bio still? Of course you are. Oh, thanks. Founder of Man of the Post. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, okay, guys, thank you ever so much. And always remember to keep your Man of the Post, even if you do split off and go to other podcasts.